Hey everybody, this is Matt Shu from Upright Health, and welcome to the second episode of the Upright Health Podcast. Today I am going to be talking about meditation in a practical sense and in a philosophical sense. So this episode is, um, well, it was basically inspired by a conversation that I had with a client last week, and it's also uh, based on my own personal experience with meditating. Um, I started doing that several years ago. I don't do it as regularly as I did back then, but um, I did find it extremely useful, and I do still recommend it to people who are fighting with pain, who are fighting with stress, who are just trying to get themselves into a happier mental state. Um, So the way I want to start off today is first by telling you why you shouldn't meditate. So one of the major things I noticed when I was meditating on a much more regular basis, on a basically daily basis, years ago, was that it made a huge, 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 huge positive impact on my mental health and my ability to recognize how crazy I can make myself. But in doing regular meditation, I noticed that my hip pain actually didn't improve, often got worse, and um, while I could mentally calm myself and not feel so panicked about it, um, it was really becoming a problem with my hip function. Uh, Basically, when you're sitting in meditation, you are doing one thing that pretty much everyone agrees at this point is bad for you, and that is sitting. You can be sitting in a chair. That's considered the kind of beginner version, which everybody does in the office already, and we all know how comfortable that is to do for 45 minutes to an hour. Or you could do uh, do that meditative sitting on a cushion or on one of the... Um, Seiza, the little Zen benches in Seiza position. Um, and, you know, whether you're sitting Seiza or sitting on a cushion with your legs crossed, you're basically killing the muscles of your hip and training yourself to get mentally used to the idea of having no butt muscle activity whatsoever, uh, while, all while trying to maintain an anterior pelvic tilt, which can irritate uh, your hip joints when you get up and find that you have less clearance for hip flexion in that hip joint. Um, so that was, uh, you know, my stint with uh, daily meditation uh, went for a couple months, but once I realized what was happening, uh, I did start cutting that short. So if you are a meditator, if you're considering meditating, please, please make sure you integrate some sort of hip health program for yourself, whether it's stretching, um, strengthening, it should be both actually, um, you know, you can take ideas from my YouTube videos, um, I have the, the Healthy Hips Handbook, um, is on my website, that has a bunch of things you can do to make sure your hips stay healthy, um, just do something, because sitting and meditating, um, while it's great for you mentally, may not be great for you if you have hip trouble, leg trouble, knee trouble, Um, All those things can be exacerbated by long periods of sitting, legs crossed, seiza, or sitting in a chair. Now, the other side of meditation that I wanted to talk about was uh, the philosophical side, which is the, uh, it's one of the things that you learn while meditating, 
um, and it's kind of part of the the Buddhist tradition. I'm not a, I would not identify, self-identify as a Buddhist. I would not even uh, consider myself a Buddhist expert. But uh, I'll give you my my take, my quick uh, ten word summary of Buddhism. Basically, the summary is this: stuff happens, like it or not. Okay, it's it's kind of like um, if you're familiar with uh, Western existentialism. It's basically existentialism without the despair. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Existentialism in Western philosophy basically is stuff is arbitrary. A lot of bad things happen. A lot of good things happen. None of it has any meaning in what, have, what am I supposed to do with my life? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so that is my, my Western philosophy uh, course in five seconds uh, Buddhism is basically stuff happens if you're really attached to the outcomes you are going to be unhappy stuff happens in random ways it doesn't always make sense you can either you know torture yourself over that or you can just accept that this is the way the things are and learn to be happy with the way things are don't get attached to the future or the past and just sort of go with the flow now how does this apply to your body well uh, in this discussion I had with a client last week um, who's a, a very regular very regular meditator um, we were talking about how she has noticed that her approach to her body has been very non-Buddhist. Um, she's looked at her body as being uh, kind of a permanent thing, that the way it works now is the way it always will work. Um, she kind of thought, you know, if, if I can't uh, stand up, I can't balance as well on my right leg, that's because that's the way I am. My right leg is just messed up and that's it. So in some sense, it is a sort of Buddhist way, right? She kind of has learned to accept whatever the limitations are, are her limitations. And, um, you know, whatever they are, you just kind of accept it and deal with it. Um, there's another way to look at it, though. And that's the way she's starting to look at it, is the limitations that she has actually are malleable. Right? This is kind of taking a look at your body and recognizing now that you can change the way the body actually functions. So for her, she was actually having a lot of pain um, while running, for sure, um, and also while meditating. So sitting cross-legged, she's getting a lot of knee pain, ankle pain, and um, you know she had some balance issues. And she's actually um, she's in her 50s, um, if I remember correctly, possibly her 60s. Um, I don't want to get her mad by shooting you know, that high, but I believe she's in her uh, mid-50s. Um, and in any case, uh, she, you know, she has kind of noticed that her body just can't do all the things it could do, and she kind of accepted that as the way things are supposed to be, and that was that. But as she's been training and stretching and getting stronger, she's realizing that the body's condition is not a permanent set of... Um, set of characteristics right yeah your height is more or less fixed and you know the, the length of your femur and the way your hands are shaped a lot of those things are permanent 
um, for the more or less. But really, your body is a constantly changing machine. It's a constantly changing organism. You know, if I eat a handful of jelly beans now, it's going to affect the way I feel in 30 minutes or even 15 minutes. Um, you know, if I do exercise today, I'm going to feel different tomorrow morning than if I just lie on the floor for the rest of the day. The, the point that she is starting to realize um, and the point that I want to get across to you today is that your body can either decline or it can progress. And those are your choices. Um, the way I often put it with clients is uh, you have a choice to get better or get weaker. Get, excuse me, get stronger or get weaker. It is always a choice moment by moment, day to day. If you do nothing to get stronger, by default you get weaker. Right? You don't even have to actively pursue weakness. You just have to decide not to get stronger, not to get better. So given that choice, what are you going to do? The choice of not getting stronger means over time, sometimes very rapidly, your quality of life declines. If you choose to simply rest and hope and wait, things simply get worse. If you choose to actively pursue improvement, to get stronger, to get more flexible, to increase your competence in different movements, then the natural consequence is that you will slowly, maybe sometimes quickly, improve your body. I find this to be very useful for people who are fighting with pain and limitation to keep in mind that you only have this binary choice. There is no such thing as just maintaining. There is either shooting for stronger or allowing yourself to get weaker. Shooting for stronger, in my opinion, is the one that makes the most sense. The one where you simply sit back and hope for the best usually results, and I would say always results, in problems getting worse. So when you're dealing with your body, when you're dealing with your day-to-day -day struggles, remember that you either get stronger or get weaker. Make the right choice. So that's going to wrap up today's episode on meditation and on how you look at your body. I hope you found some of that useful. And I also hope that you remember that pain sucks. Life shouldn't. I will see you at the next episode. Take care.